everyone, it's Roger here from What's On at DisneyPlus.com. I'm here with Emily, who is the um, composer of the upcoming Searchlight Pictures film, All of Us Strangers, which is coming out in cinemas in December and January, depending on where you live. Um, Emily, um, first off, uh, could you give us a little bit of an introduction on how you kind of got into making music for films? Um, so I guess I have the very average start of taking piano lessons at home with a piano teacher for quite a few years. And then realizing that, you know, experimental pop music is more, you know, is something for it that attracted me maybe a little bit more than classical for a while, especially artists like Bjork or Radiohead and, and the way they were uh, creating little sound worlds in every one of their songs and sculpting the sounds further than harmony or orchestration. It was so detailed. Um, and therefore I wanted to go and do a university course that was also integrating studio time and studio composition and, you know, looking at pop music as well and music business. And the university where I did that happened to have a big film school, um, loads of film students. And I was a film nerd also uh, growing up and turned out that quite a few of my friends were filmmakers and we had a lot in common and they were the one asking like would you like to do film scores for short films uh which you know i loved doing i really really enjoyed the collaborative aspect and the storytelling aspect and that's what got me hooked and then yeah i spent the the following years both developing my own practice trying to find my sound um the way i like to use instruments and yeah, just waiting for the right projects to get get started properly and and the past um five or six years i've been very lucky to work on films that i could you know really be proud of that's cool um where did the inspiration come from uh for the music behind all of the strangers um it comes from i would say the reactions i had the first time i saw a cut of the film because i came on board at uh, doing the edit rather than doing the script level and you know watching the both the subtlety and the delicate nature of uh, Andrew Scott's performance but also the boldness of all the the complexity of the timeline the amount of suspension of disbelief it expected from the audience but so it's, it's such a, a difficult to explain film it's such a specific film but I knew that at the core of it there was a lot of truth to it so i thought the music should be as subtle um as the film itself but it should also have moment where it goes into genre element of sounds that are a little bit more challenging a little bit more scary and have an emotional depth but not in a overly lyrical or super emotive way because we have characters who are quite restrained in their emotion and and so that really influenced the the kind of more restrained um composition and in terms of sounds it was well synthesizer made sense in a way also because we have songs that are from the 80s and they are since heavy but i didn't want the sense to be nostalgic or to be retro in any way and then one thing that I, I personally really wanted to do was to have live instruments as well. So I ended up having two cellos, two violin and me on the piano. But then, you know, we were talking with the director on how 
those instruments are lovely because they bring so much humanity and emotion in the playing, but we didn't want the audience to recognize them too easily because then, you know, it just has too many preconceived ideas that you associate with those instruments. So I spent quite a bit of time uh, working with different effect chains and granular synthesis and just to try to find a way to twist the sound enough that it wasn't immediately recognizable, but still, um, still kept that emotional impact of having players. And yeah, keeping the score quite intimate because it is a four, there's four characters really in this film. So it just felt right to have four kind of core instrument groups um, to represent them to a certain extent. That sounds great. It's, um, I mean, like the trailer itself, like you say, like kind of pulling in on like the 80s vibe and as being an 80s kid instantly kind of like felt into all of that. But what's been one of your highlights working on the film? Um, well, it's a mix of two things. I was a fan of the director, so it was great to be, you know, trusted uh, to become a collaborator. And it was a very collaborative um, process so that, you know, all the way until being allowed to spend seven days in the sound mix at the end and really integrate my music rather than just, you know, being asked to <laughs> stay off. Um, but also it, it's been wonderful as well to see the film with an audience and to know that it's touched people. Some people because it's really, really close to home in terms of the queer element of the storyline. Some people because they recognize their difficulty in their relationship with their parents or the difficulties of grieving. Um, it's just seeing the way it deeply touches people and being able to work on a, on a film that that deeply affects people who watch it is just such a privilege. That's very interesting with the whole like aspect, like I said, different different angles and stuff. Um, what was your biggest kind of um, challenge working on the soundtrack? It was um, it was how do you make something that is still emotional, but brings you into Adam because it's a is a character that is you know, especially at the start of the film, is how do you make sure that his deep desire for connection is present even at moments where he's closing himself to the world? So how to have a warmth and invite people into the story and finding a balance between something that's not intrusive, that doesn't feed people any emotion, but still makes you drift off into into his world. So yeah, just finding the sound palette and how far you can push melody, how far you can push emotion without without being manipulative. Um, yeah, that was a, an interesting balance. And also you have moments where you go into territory that gets a little bit scarier or a little bit darker, but you don't wanna, don't wanna make it a horror score. Uh, which I, I love making horoscopes, but this was not the project. So it's just tonally, it's subtle, but it has to be right. Um, and yes, finding that balance was tricky. Uh, that's so interesting, like you say, like with the balance of how it comes to it. Um, I'm going to ask you, how long did it kind of take you to um, put together the um, score for the uh, for the film? I think, um, I'm trying to think, it's difficult because, it, yeah, I don't, don't remember exactly. I, so five months, four months, 
probably we had like a few a few changes of edit and tweaks in that were more editing but i would say four months to do the score itself that's cool um how did you kind of go about the like the approach of creating it was there a lot of research like you say like with it being a lot of 80s stuff in there no it was quite interesting because there was no there was no real reference music in terms of we want to emulate this or that it was just even the the 80s song thing was more of a let's be mindful that it, it wouldn't be jarring but without trying to emulate it in any way we're not trying to make a um, yeah a nostalgic or period score in any way so the the, the research was genuinely more in terms of um crafting sounds a selection of sound a palette of sound that i could use throughout the film that would have enough variation to cover all the different emotions that we're trying to cover still feel cohesive as a whole and um yeah the the, the right amount of effect on live instrument and all of that that was that was a i think that was the longest part of the process just getting all those colors to paint with and then you know then you can start properly writing to to picture that's good. Yeah, I really look forward to like listening to it fully because uh, I like I, I tend to listen to um, soundtracks constantly while I'm working it kind of um it's, in fact if my Spotify thing came out my wrapped came out later today and literally top thing was movie soundtrack and movie scores is like it's like this is just what I, I love to listen to to kind of concentrate but that's my final question a little bit more fun side of things if obviously Disney's um, own searchlight pictures but are there any other like Disney owned franchises that you'd like to maybe take a stab at in the future Oh, <laughs> it's scary to say out loud. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing a, you know, something to do with the Star Wars universe if they were doing something slightly more poetic and atmospheric. But yeah, it feels quite scary to <laughs> put that up there. <laughs> yeah, we got a bit of that there. But again, thank you so much for taking your time out to speak to us today. Um, and as I said, um, All of Us Strangers comes out in cinemas in December and January, depending on where you live. And obviously, it'll be coming to Disney Plus in 2024. But again, thank you so much for taking your time out to speak to us. Thank you. Thank you for speaking to me.